Let's, uh, I know Keith just prayed. I appreciate that. I, I'm, I'm going to just ask if we can pray again. And we're going to jump into something. We're doing something special for this for sort of the, this past two weeks. And we've got two or three more, more, more weeks of it. I, don't know, I hope you like my name tag. Maylee, Ma- Ma- my little girl, did my name tag for me. So it's Dan. Can't you read it? Sarah? Yes. Okay, that's okay. Good. So she stuck it on me. was very proud. So I've got to say that. She's just amazing. She's just, uh, well, we can't talk right now, but we will at the end. Isaac. Um, so let me um, share this. It's, it's, it's sort of different. I'm not going to talk for long. We're going to break into some small groups according to grade and sort of talk a, a little bit more about sharing our faith. It's, it's very simple what I'm going to talk about. And um, but it, it's, it's in some ways the very the most important thing that I could talk about. And I say this sincerely. Well, personally, in my life, my life was affected as a teenager because of friends in high school who were bold in their faith. They didn't have it all down. They couldn't like they couldn't like like preach it and like say it in an amazing way, but they lived it out and they would talk when they got the chance and they would talk about Christ and God and church when they got the chance. And that wore on me. It took about eight months from when they first began to talk to when I first really even began to go to church. Once I began to go to the church there, it took me about four or five more months just to go before I started to pay attention to sort of what was being said. And so I, it was almost a year from when they first began to talk to me to when my life was changed forever. And I say that to you because I want you to be encouraged because sometimes we think, I've got to go out, I've got to share this, and if they don't go, holy cow, you're right! And, um, and then um, just begin to weep right there, then you think you've messed it all up. But that's not the case. God works in amazing ways, and sometimes it just takes the subtle prodding, the living out your faith, the, the working in it. And if I didn't have Gary Yeldell working in my life as a, te- a, te- a teenager, I'm not quite sure where I'd be at this point. I don't know if ministry would have gotten me. Uh, I, I'm not sure how God would have worked it all out, but I'm thankful for him that he was at least bold enough to live out his faith the best he could as a teenager. So you can do that. What we're doing in this time right now is very important. Maybe some of the most important stuff that I could teach on or speak about or as we get in groups, the most important thing that we can do is this. So I want to ask if we can pray together. And, um, and we're just going to jump into just a couple things that we've already spoke about some, so you're going to sort of know this, but I want you to know it well. Let's pray. Dear God, I thank you for everybody in this room. I thank you that you love each one of us, that you have a plan for everyone, Lord, that... Um Lord, I just ask that as we talk about your word, your truth, that if, if there's not been a spark in their life from you, Lord, that, that it'll begin even right now, that you will touch hearts, that you will change lives even right now. No matter if it's the first time in church or you've been to the edge in church for all your life, uh, Lord, just let it be real. Let them understand the importance of the message, the good news that we have. Uh, Lord, bless each one. Bless the home they come from. Lord, help, help us to be bold to speak your name and to ask questions about you and to uh, care enough about our, our friends to talk about you. We just ask for your help because it can feel awful hard. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. First thing I want you to know is this. God loves you and has an amazing plan for your life. It's in the Word of God. I'm convinced of it. I've seen it in life after life after life after life. I felt it in my own, and I've seen it in my own. And I, I want you to understand that. God loves you. But let me let you understand this as well. God is perfect without sin. We are sinful. Do you all agree that we sin? 
You know, there, there's some, um, I've talked to some guys, and there's some Christians who believe once you um, put your faith and trust in G- G- Jesus Christ, you sin no more. Now, boy, if I could take that pill and figure out how to do that, I'll be all over that. But I still struggle. My flesh still still pulls, and I've still got to fight it, and I still fall. And the, my, my thoughts fall short. I get jealous. I get mad. I still work through things. But God is doing a work in me. So we all sin, every one of us. And sin is rebellion against God. I want you to know that God is perfect without sin. He says this is the way you're supposed to live. When we sin, we go, God, kiss off. I don't want anything to do with that. And so that's what we all do. It says now, everybody stand up for a second. If you've not been here before, don't be too scared um, by what I'm about to do. But there's a sc- some sc- scripture. You go, we've been doing this for over a year now. You're right if, if you've understood that. But Because I want you to know the scripture because it's very important. It's, 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 it's Romans 3.23. And it goes like this. That's it. It's for all of God. That's it. Now think about what you, what you just said. For it's not like the number four, but we use that so we don't forget because I'm slow. Okay. For we've all sinned and come short of the glory. That's in what book? Romans 3, 23. For all sin comes short of the glory of God. No, it's funny. When we sometimes come into the edge, a mood can be in the group. And usually it's always the same thing. Sometimes you yell are all, and sometimes you're all, impress me. And tonight's more one of those. Impress me nights. And tell you what, I ain't got nothing. I ain't got nothing. So you're just going to be depressed. All right? So um, let's speak loud. Ready? Everybody say loud. 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 Oh, that was beautiful. Okay. So the book is what? Romans 3. Whoa! Whoa! Romans 3, 20, 23. Romans 3. What? The book is what? Romans 3. And it says what? Okay, for we've all sinned and come short of the glory of God. That's why we go to tell. Why? That's why we go to tell the good news. Because we, we've all sinned. We all come short. No one is good enough. No one has got it down. And the problem with sin is this. Is is the next verse is is Romans six twenty three that, that says, For the wages of sin is death. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Got to hit that hard. My Lord. My Lord. You know what I'm saying? So, so that's, that's what it's... Ready? Hang with me. Romans. Ready? Say it. Romans 6.23. For the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. My Lord, our Lord, whatever. It's one of those two. Okay? So, understand the important truth that's right there. If we all sin, if, if you believe in the Word of God, and that's what it says in Romans 3, 23, we all sin, then sin brings death. The wages, the price, what you get from sin, what you earn from sin, the payment for sin is 
is death. But there's a big old but there. Amen. 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 You creeps. Okay. And it's that the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. The gift of God, the gospel. That's what we're talking about. So the first, okay, everybody sit down for a second. Good. Y'all did so well. So the first step in sharing our faith is talking about God. The second step is to talk about our, our need for God. You talk about, they're they're not going to know their need for God until they know God. Once they know their need for God, they're going to know how can they fix that need. They don't know they've got to fix something until they know they need it fixed. That's why we've, the first question was what do you believe about God? Just just talk in conversation. Get God in the conversation. The second one is, um, do you believe in heaven and what do you think it takes for a person to get there? Because, it was, because we can't get there on our own. We, we fall short. We can't. We, oh, we can't pay it. We can't be good enough because our sin, the payment of sin is death. And the only, the, only, the only way we can pay for our sin is by our death. And we can't achieve that and still be alive. So we're toast at that point, right? And that's sort of like a pun, but we're, if you go to hell, you'll do this. Third question is this. Well, let me start this. John 14.6. Anybody know what that says? John 14.6. Man, it's a, it's a huge verse. Everybody needs to learn if you don't know it. Anybody know John 14.6? We, we got one. It's this. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Okay? John 14, 6. That means no one comes to God except through Jesus Christ. You can't come through good works. You can't come through a bride. You can't, well, I earned this way and I gave this much money. I was this good. You can't do it. You can't, well, I did a lot more good than bad. It's not enough. You can't do it through Allah or Muhammad or Hindi or Buddha. If you believe in the Word of God and what it says... Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, the life. No man comes to the Father but by me. Everybody stand up. I want you just to learn this verse. You want to learn it? Now, ooh, how do I start this off? I forget how I start this one off. It starts like this. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father. They used to do it, but they used to do by me. But but by me, or you can just go but by me. We'll just do. We do but by me. Yeah, but that's what he says. So we remember. So but by by me. Is that what we do? Okay. So Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father." But by me. There you go. Let's do that. Let's do a double butt with a with a me. All right. Everybody got that? You'll remember it. And listen, we're not being derogatory slightly. Okay. What what verse is that? Okay. Say it loud. Ready? One, two, three. John fourteen six. Jesus said, "I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father." But by me. Okay, I don't know where to point there. Okay, me, by him. Okay, sit down. That's John 14, 6. Do you understand the only way to God the Father is through the Son? 
Now, who here, I, I, I'm going to get everybody to get a bracelet, okay? So if, if you've got one, that's great. If you don't, that's great. And tell you what, we're going to do this when we break into our small groups. They'll be up here. You can get the one you want. If you've lost yours, you can come get a new one. That's okay. Um, but we're going to use these tonight, and the hope is to use these this week. And let me explain it to you. Uh, when Jesus... Let me ask you a, a, a question. When did G, G, Jesus begin to exist? Anybody know? Did my wife put that up there already? Sweetheart. No, that's good. That's good. No, you're good. He, so he existed when, Keith? In the beginning. I know. In the beginning of what? Beginning of time. So has he always been? Yes. So when Jesus Christ was born on earth, is that when he began? No. When did he begin? Okay, so do you understand that Jesus is the Son of God, right? You, you think, believe he was the Son of God? He's called the Son of God throughout the Word of God. He's the Son of God? Yeah. But do you understand he's been with God since the beginning? forever. We don't even know how. How can that be? I can't understand it. I don't understand. I can't explain it to you. But I want you to know that he's always been, he's always been here. So look at this. Um, sweetheart, throw the uh, screen on King's bracelet up there. Uh, on the bottom. Stephen, help out my sweet wife, please. Doing great, babe. <laughs> Encourage your spouse. Okay, this is what's on the bracelet. They've all got, got them on it, okay? You, you, you will have that. Now, the first thing, and listen, anybody here talk about God this week at all with a friend at all? Clap. Let's do a, a slight clap. Okay? Anybody here talk about he heaven or ask about heaven this week? Anybody? We got a few. Okay? It's tougher, isn't it? The God thing, well, yeah, I can do that. The heaven, ooh, that's taking another step. Let me encourage you, still do those two things. The first thing is, what do you believe about God? If you've not gotten to ask someone about it yet, it's not like, oh, I missed that week, I can't do it now. No, you're supposed to, it's supposed to be with you for the rest of your life. Talk about God, who, is, who you believe is God. Then talk about heaven. What do you think it takes for a person to get to heaven? Still use those two things. The third thing we're trying to, the, the question for this week is, what do you believe about Jesus. Now, did you hear I just got stuck on that word? That's like one of the hardest words for me to say. It's like a curse. I mean, you're a preacher. And you, it's just bad. And, but you know what? It's also one of the hardest words for you to say out loud. Most anybody, it's the hardest word for you to speak out loud. You can talk about God a lot of times all day long because it's acceptable. But once you bring up Jesus, ooh, I said it. Once you bring that up, everybody goes, and you're like, and CNN is like, ah! I mean, everybody's freaking out because of that name. And in Acts, I want you to know in the book of Acts, when P Peter and these guys were going out to preach the word and speak the word, they would say, hey, you can talk about stuff, but don't use the name of Jesus. Even back then, when he had first died and rose again, they were like, hey, hey, don't bring up that name because there's power in that name. I want you to understand that. But the question is this, hey, what do you believe about Jesus? 
Jesus. That's, that's all I want you to shoot for for this week. And just see what they believe. Just see if they've got a belief. Some do, some don't. Some go to church. They've gone all their life and they have no clue anything about them. And it's a great chance for you to talk because what we're going to go, go, go through, and I made some cheat sheet slips that you're going to get when you break into your small group on, on what these, these five things mean. Because you can go, hey, well, can I show you what I believe? And you've got it right here on your wrist. That's what the bracelets are for. It's to re- remind you to share, but help, help you to share. So look at the first one where it says, uh, the, the first, let me look at this, Luke 2, 11. Don't turn there. I'm going to have it on the screen. But the first thing where it points down, the, the first arrow, sweetheart, if you can go back to that thing too, the picture, the first arrow that points down means he came. That, that's what that. That's all you start. Well, I believe that Jesus came, and and you don't have to quote this verse, but you can. But you know, unto you is born this day in the city of David a savior. What does a savior do? Savior. Saves you. Simple, straight up. A savior who is Christ the Lord, who is not Christ the man, but who is Christ the Lord. So he came. The next one is a shot of a cross. The pick, you can point the cross, and you can say this: He died. Okay, how did he die? What killed G- Jesus? Us, us, the cross, the us. The cross was sort of used to go that way. But look at this verse right here, Second Corinthians five twenty one. Right now, it's probably my favorite verse in Scripture, um, and it's just I've just locked onto it lately. The past few months, it's for our sake. For our sake, He made Him, God made Jesus, to be sin who knew no sin. You see, when G- Jesus went to the cross, He was sinless perfection. He had not sinned. He did everything right. He had done every thought right. He had lived a perfect life, and when He was on the cross. Dying on the cross, there's a point when he says, My God, my God, why have you, what does he say? Forsaken me. Forsaken me. Do you know why he said, he said that? Because there's a point when he was on that cross where God took the sins of mankind and they placed him on a sinless perfection, his son, and his son who had been sinless forever became sinful. And when the point when the son became sinful, God turns his back on the son because God cannot, God detests sin. God hates sin. And because he put the sin on his son, his son become, became sinful. And for, for the first time ever, the son was separated from the father. Ever. And in the pain of that moment, much more than the pain of the cross and what we see, in the pain of that moment... God turned his back and his son really felt what alone was and being apart from God. And it was the worst thing he had ever felt. And at that point, he died. And that's what killed him. He made him to be sin who knew no sin so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. He did that because even in your lostness, because you couldn't get there on your own, man, he loves us. Sorry, I don't mean to preach a whole lot there. I just want you to understand that because that's huge. That is huge. Now, when you speak with someone, you don't have to like get all that down. Like I got to explain to you all about sin, sinful and forsaken. No, just talk about you know, man, we sin, and he died as a payment for our sins. He he he, he lived without sin. And he died as a payment for our sin. The next thing is is a, looks like a little cave thing, and that is he arose. Uh, and you know what? He was handed over to die because of our sins, and he was raised to life to make us right with God, to make us justified is what the ESV 
he say, says. So he, he, he died for our sins, but he rose again to bring us in right relationship so we could have a relationship with God. That's why he rose again. Not only that, but he ascended to the right hand of God. And when he ascended, and that's the error that, that goes up, he, he ascends to rule and to reign, but also to intercede, to speak on our behalf. Look, who, is, who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Do you understand? He's, he's, he's on our behalf going, hey, God, he's one of ours. I, I died. I died for that one. I know, he's, I, I, know, I know he was gross, but my blood covered that, and he's pure and right again. And God goes, oh, yeah, okay, good. He speaks for you. He intercedes for you. He paid the price for you. And the one that points down is that he is coming back. He's going to come back. And for some, it's going to be a glorious day. And for some, it's going to be a horrific day when he comes back. And next week, we're going to spend some time on these verses right here dealing with the story of the sheep and the goats. We've spoken about that before. But look at what it says. When the Son of Man comes in His glory and all the angels with Him, then He will sit on His glorious throne. The the next verse says... It says... um, before him will be gathered all the nations, all the nations, and he will separate people one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. Those who believe in him and have lived for him will be the sheep, and those that have not believed in him and have lived for themselves are the goats. And the sheep are going to go with him, and the goats are going to be forever separated from him. And that is one day he's going to come back. That's why we share. That's because we want him to get the glory. And we also don't want them to miss it. So, tonight, we're going to break into our small groups again. That's my sort of explanation. I went a little bit long. But I want you to be, to be able to go, yeah, well, this is what I believe about Jesus. He came. You know, he died for my sins so that I could have a relationship with God because I couldn't get there on my own. He rose again, again to beat death and the grave because it could not hold him and it will not hold me when I die he rose again just to to intercede for me to to rule and reign with God to go back with God and he's going to come back and take me home it even says in John 14 he's gone to prepare a place that there he is there we will be also so so, uh, that's what I want you to start to talk about is Jesus Talk about who he is for you. The next time that we meet on this, we're going to talk about uh, how how to share our testimony. Okay, so we're going to go into some of that stuff just on how can we share faith. So, so, so the first thing you can ask is, what do you believe about God? The, the second is, what what do you think it takes for a person to get to heaven? Third is, well, what do you believe about G- Jesus? And when they go, say something, go, well, can I share with you what I believe? That, that's all. That's all. And they can say no. And then you punch them in the face and share it. No. No. You say, cool. All right. That's cool. Because they don't want to hear. Don't force it down their throat. But they might go, yeah. Yeah, sure. And just go, well, this is what, this is what, you know. And you know what? If they go, man, that's cool. I'd, I'd, I'd really like to think about it. You can give this. Say, hey, you just want to keep this so you can sort of remember what I said. And, you know, say, ah, it's, cheap. it's cheap. If if you want it, I've got more of them. I'll give you a new one if you give yours away. I'll give you 40 of them if you give, not 40, but you know what I'm saying? I want you to be able to give these away if someone wants one. Where do you get that? Online. Amazon.com. It's my friend. 
So we're going to break into our groups, and some of the groups are going to be bigger tonight uh, than, than they were, so work together, please. The first thing I'm going to ask you to share about sort of who got to share about God or about heaven, and then what did those conversations go like. And then we're going to just take some time to talk about uh, the new thing of what do you believe about G- Jesus and how you get in that conversation. And you don't have to have it all down. Just start talking about them. Just start getting it out there. That's what our goal is. So um, what we're going to do is uh, Genesis, you're going to have the high school guys. So 9th through 12th grade guys will be in there. Uh, let's do and back 9th and 10th grade girls in that room. Right? Isn't that what you had before? Yeah. Yep. And uh, Michelle's got the middle school girls in the back room. And let's do uh, wit. Do that room right back there in the corner. And I'll do the middle school guys out here. Okay? So that's the way that's going to break up. Uh, and um, it's just time to talk in our small groups. I'm going to pray and we'll be dismissed from this thing. Dear God, I ask that even in, in this time as we continue to talk about how to share faith, uh, that you'll help us just to re- rejoice when, when someone's shared. And, uh, Lord, help, help us to be take, take this for real and what you call us to do and to be. Help us to be bold, and we just ask for your help. In Jesus' name, amen. Here